Welcome to the Press Forward podcast. I'm Nathan Wrigley, and I'd like to thank you for joining us again. And if this is your first time with us, I hope that you like it and that you find it useful. We release the Press Forward podcast each week, and we'd love it if you added us to your list of podcasts, the ones that you consume regularly. You can do that by subscribing to us on your favourite podcast player. This is done by going to wpnop.org forward slash podcast dash feed. Today we're going to be talking to Puneet Sarlot. But before that, let me tell you a little bit about WPNOP, what we do, and how you can get involved. We're a non-profit working in the WordPress space with a mission to offer support to those who need it. This could be with your mental health your physical health, or perhaps with your business, or even your skills. Whatever it might be, you can reach out to us. We offer a range of support options, such as phone, live chat and email, and we've helped many, many people so far. You can find out more about this on our homepage at wpnop.org. In order to function, WPNOP needs to raise money, and until now, that was either via donations at wpnop.org forward slash donate or by buying one of the larger, more expensive sponsorship packages. As of last week, we have a much more bespoke, a la carte way that you can help us out. Now you can pick and choose what areas of WPNOP you'd like to sponsor. So, if putting your brand in front of thousands of live event attendees fills you with joy, then you can sponsor those specifically. If you love the longevity of hearing your brand played out across the speakers, then the Press Forward podcast is for you. It may be that you'd like your logo on the WPNOP.org website, like Matt Davis from Funnel Packs did. And clearly, that's an option too. Perhaps you simply want to give with no expectation in return. Well, you can donate in that way too. So go to wpnop.org forward slash fund to find out more. Thank you. So today we're speaking with Puneet Sahalot. He's a WordPress developer heading up the Ideabox team in India. You might have heard of some of the plugins that they've created. Things like Powerpack for Beaver Builder and WP Fomify. We talk about what the tech scene is like in India and how it differs from other parts of the world. We also spend quite a lot of the conversation talking about Puneet's approach to growing and maintaining his team, how he likes to treat them like a family and encourage them to grow and develop in their roles. We also get into the subject of mental and physical health and the way that these areas are becoming more important in the workplace. It's a lovely interview with a very humble man. And so, without further ado, say hello to Puneet Sahalot. Hello everyone. Hello Nathan. Thanks for having me on this podcast. I'm Puneet from Udaipur. I run a WordPress design and development agency called Ideabox Creations and we build premium WordPress plugins. 
As a WordPress developer, Puneet clearly has an interest in technology, and I wanted to know how far back his fascination with gadgets and tech went. I have always been uh, interested in technology. I remember I got my first personal computer back in 2000, so that was that's like almost 20 years back now. Right immediately after that, I started programming. So that was the time when I was uh, building web pages using micro. The, there was some software called Microsoft Front Page, and after that, I started learning C and C++. So I think by the age of 10 or 12, I had already started programming. So uh, when when I started learning HTML and CSS, it was from a textbook in my school, and some other reference materials from the library. For C and C++ again, there were some textbooks, so I started reading those books, and I also had a tutor for C and C++. So my tutor helped me learn programming in that time. I don't remember using internet for <laughs> learning programming. I completed my school in 2008, and that was the f- first time when I built a website which was actually live on the internet. Otherwise, it has always been like a hobby project and just designed it for some fun things at home or school. And in 2008, I made two websites which were online after uh, that for a while, for a couple of years, and then I uh, decided to go for engineering in electronics and communication. So for the next four years, I was learning electronics and communication engineering. But at the same time, I met another blogger from my city, and we started a city blog around 2009 or 10. So that was the first time when I got introduced to WordPress. and I started working with WordPress. So Puneet dabbled with lots of technology as he grew up and he first encountered WordPress. I was a little later to the party, but since I discovered it, I've only used WordPress for building websites. I wondered if the same were true for Puneet. I think for a few months I started uh, after I started exploring WordPress I got to know about the concept of content management system so I started exploring other things like Joomla and Drupal as well but that was just for a few months and then I decided to continue working with WordPress Puneet now heads up the Ideabox team They make plugins for WordPress and have grown to 12 members Looking back to the early days when Puneet was a solo freelancer I asked him how he'd managed the transition from solo to team. When I started working as a freelancer that was during my college days itself. I continued that uh, even after completing my college. So uh, the goal was to save some income from my earnings and then keep it as a reserve fund or just make sure that I can I have enough money even if I am not working for a while. after working as a freelancer for almost 4 or 5 years i realized that i was somehow kind of bored of working alone so i think i should start building a team or go work with some other company that was the time when i realized that starting a team will be a good thing to do because i already have experience with wordpress and there were some limitations in my skill set as well so i thought if i have someone on the team probably they will be able to help me do better things do some more interesting stuff with wordpress so after saving some money for almost 2 years i decided to invest it back into my business and to start hiring people to build a team i'm only familiar with how things work in the uk but hiring someone is quite easy 
I don't mean that the ideal candidate is easy to find, but getting the word out that you have a vacancy, that's easy. There are myriad companies and websites which will enable you to reach out to potential employees. I don't know if the same was true in India, so I asked Puneet about his first hire. Our first hire was by word of mouth. Someone recommended me like uh, this is the person looking for a job. This person is not very experienced with programming but has a decent skill set. So maybe if you can train this person, they will be able to do better in coming time. So that's how it worked. And most of our hires have been through word of mouth. Because another reason for that is Udaipur is a small city. It's like spread in a radius of five or seven kilometers. So somehow you get those references or connections with everyone on your team. So it's easier to find people here with word of mouth. And yes, there are agencies who can help you hire like more people from maybe from another city or probably from another company. So we have those kind of setups available here as well. It seems like there's a real boom happening in India right now regarding tech. I hear about new tech ideas coming out of India all the time and see many SaaS platforms and WordPress plugins being developed there. Is that the impression that Puneet has too? As much as I know about India, I know a lot of people who are focusing on WordPress, working with WordPress, and I know there are some amazing products which are built in India and are respected in the WordPress ecosystem. So yes, there are a lot of people working here. Another reason for that is uh, because the availability of resources is so high here that if you if you like look for the right, right resources and right people, you can build almost any kind of, you can work with almost any kind of technology and build anything that you want. So it's easy to find people uh, you are looking for and groom them for the kind of work you want to do or the technology you want to work on. And comparatively, if we talk about numbers or expenses that you would have while building something, the cost of development or the cost of production, you can say, might be uh, less as compared to like US or UK. So even if we are going with the best of the talent in the industry, uh, we can like build some good products at a decent pricing and uh, go out there in the market. So I think that gives us an edge over everyone else. I've met many people who have WordPress agencies and often they're very focused upon growing their team. It's almost a raison d'etre. Others that I know don't want the team to grow at all. They're happy as they are. And yet others didn't intend to grow, but circumstances meant that they had to grow. It had to happen. Did Puneet identify with any of this? I think it had to happen. It just happened. Because my goal always has been like, uh, it should be a small team which always stays connected. And uh, it's easy to manage small teams as well. So if you hire the right people and if you are offering right services or probably building a good product, and it gives you a good income so you don't need to make your team size big or like hire 50 people or 100 people to get the work done there there are so many companies out there which have like less than 50 or less than 100 people on their team but they are million or billion dollar companies as i said earlier 
Ideabox is now a team of 12 people. They have developers, designers, content writers, QA and support staff. The stuff that you'd expect to find in a growing agency. Hiring staff in different parts of the world can be very different. The legalities about what employer and employee must do, holiday and sick pay requirements, dismissal arrangements, the list goes on and on. I was curious to know how Puneet thinks the system in India might differ from other parts of the world. There are some differences here, as much as I know, like you can set up an agreement for hiring and firing things. Then uh, there are certain rules where you need to follow the procedure of some sort of provident fund if your uh, company or team size is bigger than X number of employees. So that's when that comes into action. So as your team size increases, as your organizational structure is, it depends on the kind of setup you have. So if it's a private limited company, if it's a limited liability partnership or it's a sole ownership. So there, there are uh, variations of uh, rules for uh, these companies and there are certain limitations on every kind of organizational structure. I think UK or US has much more employee benefits as compared to India. I feel so sometimes. Prior to recording these podcast episodes, the guests often share some notes about what they'd like to discuss. In Puneet's case, the line that caught my attention was this. Great teams are built and not hired. You need to nurture and mentor them by exploring the human side instead of just seeing them as a resource. I asked Puneet just to say why he wanted to talk about this. When I started working alone, there was uh, no restrictions, like I could do anything I want and I didn't have to manage anyone. So when I moved into this structure of working with a team, it was a different experience for me because when you are working with people, everyone on your team has a different kind of temperament, thought process, uh, logical approach, illogical approach and everything, or maybe emotional question you can call it. So when it comes to working with a team, it's very different from what you do as a person. And I think this is something that everyone who is running an agency will be able to relate to. So I thought maybe I can talk about it and share my experience, uh, share my learnings. Puneet is heading up his agency and as such, the responsibility falls on his shoulders to hire new team members. As we've just heard, He's keen to ensure that he hires people so that he can nurture and mentor them along the way. But what does that actually look like? What does he do? I usually start with a personal interview. After going through the profile, I feel that, okay, this person might be, has the kind of skill set we are looking for because when you're going through a document, that's all you can judge. And what kind of extracurricular activities this person has been involved into. So I usually uh, look for people who are high on energy, who are motivated enough, who can accept challenges or learn new things, who are, who are open to changes. When you start talking to them, meet them in person. And I like to keep it very casual. So it's like we talk more about personal life, what the person has done, how they want to grow in future or what are their plans or something like that. There are times when you start talking to people and you start getting those vibes like this is the person I would like to work with. 
so that's the first connection so if we get, get those positive vibes it's a good sign that yeah this might be a person this might be a good fit for your team and then we look at how this person can improve or work within the team so then the next part of the, the interview is i would give them an assignment which they have little bit of experience with so let's say we are hiring for someone for the position of a developer then i would like to talk to them about what they have done what kind of projects they have worked on and if they have experience with wordpress or not so depending on their experience with wordpress i would give them a task or assignment let them explore wordpress or something which they have not done so far so this helps us identify that this person is willing to learn make an effort and can understand new things so that shows their dedication and willingness to improve and grow over the time it works really well i think because if you have a personal connection and if you are able to identify the person to an extent it makes things easier to communicate communication is actually a key part of uh, working with a team as well I really like the idea that Puneet is interviewing people and asking them more generic questions first, trying to work out if there's a common bond, something that seems comfortable. Whilst I'm sure that this is effective most of the time, I'm also sure that this way of doing things doesn't always work. Well, no one is perfect and we all make mistakes. It happened, I think, a year back, uh, I had a couple of people on the team who I thought are very enthusiastic and will be able to do really good but it didn't turn out that ways and then we have to like work out a way and let them go I thought that it might be interesting to chat about what work looks like in India In the UK most companies follow a fairly typical pattern of start work at 9am and finish at 5pm with an hour off for lunch Repeat this Monday through Friday. From all that I've heard about India, life is different in many ways. So what does work look like for Puneet and his team? So uh, this culture of uh, five days a week has come to India like a couple of years back only. But uh, I have been following this personally even when I was a freelancer. So for me, five days a week has been uh, there for me since... 2010 or 2011 you can say and i wanted the same for my team as well so the day we started our agency since then we have been following the same concept of 5 days a week some companies here follow a pattern of alternate weekends like you get second saturday and fourth saturday off but you have to work on rest of the saturdays then some companies follow a six days a week as well and in terms of timing for us it's like 40 hours a week so it's completely flexible our standard timings are like 9:30 am to 6:30 pm but if you want to come a little late or a little early and then adjust your timings accordingly you can do that so it it helps them adjust their entire schedule as per their comfort if i get it right 20 years back yeah 20 years back uh, i think it was monday to saturday a normal working week yeah it is becoming a, mo- uh, a normal thing now most of the it companies are now uh, getting into five days a week culture but uh, there are still agencies which are following like i said alternate weekends so you have two weekends off in a month so usually we do not have anyone working on the weekends personally i check my emails and support emails as well at times on weekends to see if there is anything urgent which needs to be addressed if there is something like that we would go and fix it or reply to that email and make sure that it's answered in a timely manner 
because that's important for our customers as well but yes it, it definitely gives us uh, an edge it helps us that our customers base is international uh, most of the, these countries are following a five days a week culture and when it comes to us the kind of expectations we have to meet is almost same so we've talked a bit about the way that Puneet hires his staff and the kind of week that they can expect to have. I now turn to the subject of retaining staff, keeping them happy and interested in their work, making it so that they want to do their best for Ideabox, as well as stay with the company in the longer term. I think everyone out there is always looking for growth, maybe in terms of money or maybe in terms of a skill set. So if you are able to help them grow, they are going to stay with you. I'm not saying that they will always stay with you. Even when uh, someone plans to leave and maybe start something of their own or join some different company, we are always happy to help and we are always happy to see them grow. So if, if you keep that kind of positive attitude and open culture with your teammates, it, uh, it's easy for, the, uh, for you to retain them and to work with them. Puneet knows that keeping his staff interested and happy is in everyone's best interest. He calls the progress within the company a learning path. But I wasn't too sure what that was. So uh, let's say a new team member has joined us and uh, this person is new, new to WordPress or new to development. But he has some sort of uh, experience with development, basic knowledge. And now we want to train this person and groom this person for further uh, development and working with uh, with our team and our products or services. So we know that uh, there are certain things which need to be done. And now we need to check with this person what, what their comfort level is, what their current skill set is. So someone from the team will be coordinating with them, helping them learn things one by one. There, there are certain things which you just sometimes people what people do is you are given a course. Here is an online course. Go through this course learn things yourself and do this assignment assignment at the end of the course and come to us so that's one process a lot of people follow but what we do is we keep a personal connection with them okay this is the first thing you should be doing now if you are facing any issues we are here to help uh, help you after you are done with this we'll give you some sort of assignment so you feel happy about your learnings you can implement those learnings into that assignment and then move on to the next stage so everything here happens in person and depending on what kind of skill set the person already brings in. So if someone who is new to Linux, we'll start helping them with Linux and then make them comfortable with command line interface and those things. Then we'll teach them about things like setting up their workflow so they have a proper environment for the system work on which they are working then we would help them with setting up their, let's say we, we use visual code, so yeah, so code editor. So we help them set up code editor, then we, we help them move on to other things like uh, WordPress coding standards and everything. So this is a step-by-step -step process and it should not be an overwhelming experience for anyone who is coming into your team. Because if you give them everything at once to learn and they have a long to-do list, they will be burdened by this learning path. They will feel that they need to complete these tasks as soon as possible and get into working mode. Otherwise, they might lose their job or something. So it's important to keep your new team members comfortable, help them and keep communicating 
with them so that they they are able to learn things adapt things and move on to new things one by one otherwise that mental stress can kill their productivity and can break their learning path as well I wondered if Puneet actually allows his staff to do their learning as part of the working week. Time that they're on the clock, so to speak. Or is this the sort of thing that they have to pursue during their own free time? We are open to like all these kind of learning programs because eventually it leads to growth, personal growth and company growth as well. So if someone is investing their time in learning new things, it makes us feel good that this person is taking an initiative to improve themselves and probably they will bring their learnings back to us share their learnings with other team members and help them improve as well so if they are doing this even during office hours it's fine it's good there are no issues with that and if they are doing it outside of office hours that's completely fine as well we usually uh, go for monthly meetings where we have uh, like in-depth discussions about what they are doing and what they want to do in coming months or coming weeks so those kind of uh, meetings can happen once in a month otherwise usually it's every morning we have a very standard kind of talk about what we are working on today and what we are going to do for the, for this week or something like that so when you are talking in depth about their plans once in a month and what they have accomplished so far it helps you figure out what can be a good thing for them to do in the coming weeks so let's say someone who has been with us for 3 years as a developer and is now showing some sort of interest in taking a lead for the entire product development cycle or maybe taking a lead on project management so after having a discussion with them i would be happy to like give them a chance to try this out and see if this is something they can really do so if they are facing any issues we can have ongoing discussions about how to solve those problems how to make their process better and if they feel uncomfortable about doing this like probably after 2 months of trying out this role they feel that no this is not something i want to do and i want to continue being a developer it's fine they can go back to being a developer so this this gives them gives everyone a, a chance to learn new things to explore new things to figure out if this is something a good fit for them or not puneet used the word family in several places and i think that's quite interesting my impression is that in india the family has retained an importance that it has lost in the west the ambition of a typical teenager in the uk is to get to the point where they can move out of home and be independent It feels like this might not be true in India that the family was still vital in people's lives and Puneet describing his team as a family seems to imply that this extends to work as well as to relations In India as you said yeah that's right we are like brought up in a way that we have a strong connection with our family and even right now as much as i know almost every team member is living with their parents and family even if they are married or single so that's a part of our culture as well when it comes to making your team a family it's about establishing those connections where you can openly talk about your personal problems as well and not just office problems or not just your career so and i think it's much more easier to build that sort of relationship when your team size is small so if you are openly talking about 
everything in your life to your team members they are also more receptive about things and they are also more open about everything sharing those things with you so as you start sharing your talks other than just office and work you build that connection and uh, you are no, no more like just a boss or a, an employee or an employer so that kind of bonding actually helps you grow in a better way so even if even if we are like done with our work sometimes we randomly plan out a dinner with a small group like two of us or three of us would go for some dinner or some desserts or anything or we would just go for a coffee or tea or something like that this is not something like official like this is an official team retreat or something like that it's just a casual thing to do Puneet mentioned that most of the people in his team are living with their parents. And again, this reinforces the idea that family is still very significant. I wondered if the model that seems to dominate elsewhere, in which you go to live where the work is, is becoming more common. It's kind of coming, this kind of culture we are experiencing now in India as well. Not exactly the same, but yeah, it's mostly because of the career path. So if you are looking for a job opportunity, you won't find those good jobs or lucrative jobs in small cities. And that's why people tend to move out to metro cities, bigger cities, where they can have more career options. But somehow they are still connected to their family. So occasionally people are always looking for chances when they can go back home. So that, that connection is still there. I have a few friends who are living in different cities, but they are always looking for chances to come back home, be it in terms of some festival or some long weekends. They keep coming back in like two or three months to their home. So different. When I was a child, it was still very unusual for people to be open about their mental health. Problems were ignored or brushed under the carpet. Over the last few decades, this attitude has changed, and we're more open. Charities like WP and Up are helping people in this space. Perhaps this change in openness is also reflected in India. Broadly speaking, is mental health talked about or not talked about? I think it's not much talked about right now. I would compare it to the trend of five days a week, um, which took a while to come in play here. It's working the same ways for mental health as well. Now, in last just one or two years, I have started to see more of activity around this topic, more of discussions, more of meetups, and more of awareness around this thing. Otherwise, before this, I don't think I've seen any activities around this topic or people talking about openly about this thing. But now, since the things are changing, and I think it's also because of the technology that we are more uh, open to the information through internet, so it's becoming easy for people to communicate and learn new things and adapt new things. So this topic about mental health is being talked about now. So the topic of mental health is getting attention. Perhaps Puneet has made some changes at Ideabox. Changes to assist people who have mental health concerns. This is where actually uh, the family part or the kind of family bonding helps you to do better. So when uh, usually I think it might be difficult for someone to open up about their mental health, to talk about it in an organization, inside an organization, to speak up about it. But when it's when you have that connection, with, like when you can talk to them like a family, 
and they come and tell that they are not feeling well they are not in a good state right now they need a break we always make sure that they have enough time to recover from that and then get back to work so it's important for them that's why we always also focus on things like five days a week 40 hours a week and flexible timings so if you are if you need some rest and if you want to work late or if you work, want to work from home you can do that as well because sometimes we get into that zone that where we we can work to distract ourselves from some issues but we don't want to be around people so in that case i think uh, work from home will be a good idea sometimes because of men- mental health we are not able to sleep well and we might be late for office but we don't want that to be another stress like i am late for the office it will be a half day for me i am late so it, i should be ashamed of going to office today because i am late because you have the freedom to come and go whenever you want it helps them what about the physical health side of things i was keen to hear from punit about the kinds of activities that are popular in india activities which promote physical health usually people here go for uh, gym then a lot of people also go for morning walks running i have not seen a lot of people doing that here but yeah morning walks and gyms are the most common things people do cycling is also another thing which is mostly based on interest groups so if you can find a group of people who are interested in cycling who would go for weekend trips or something like that but that's rare most common things are gym and morning walks we have two team members who go for gym together in morning or evening i don't know but yes they do go for gym and i also go for gym there is another team member who goes and goes for gym in the evening so like four or five of us uh, five of us are uh, actively working out it's also a kind of a stress buster personally if i'm kind of stressed i would go for heavy liftings at the gym it's like uh, you can see yourself grow Uh, that that's how i see it like when you are working out and you are pushing yourself to do something better just by lifting weights you know this this is how you uh, go beyond your limits to finish off i asked pulit to share his vision for the future of idea box what are the plans that he has in his mind for the company moving forwards i think i'm quite happy with what we have accomplished so far we are doing really good there is always always room for growth there is always a scope for doing more things but it should not come at a cost of your mental peace so i draw a line where i think uh, where i can manage things to an extent and i think that has reached almost for me i would not go for anything more than 15 team members at this position right now maybe if we have a better structure or maybe if we come up with something new where i don't have to worry about everyone on the team and there is some sort of different structure setup i might be open to making it even bigger but right now this is what i'm happy with one of the purposes of the press forward podcast is to lift the lid on topics that don't get talked about enough to allow people to share their stories so that other people might listen and by listening they may gain an understanding that they're not alone there are other people out there who have faced the same situations that you are facing they have found a way through and can offer support to you on your journey maybe that person's already in your life but they might not be 
And that's what WPNOP is here for. To connect you with the support that you need. So, if you're able to, please help us so that we can continue to support the WordPress community. You can donate at WPNOP.org. That's it for this week. Please let us know if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful or helpful. You can reach out to us at wpnop.org forward slash contact. There's a serious point to all of this, and that is that WPNOP is here to provide help and support. That help is available to you or the people that you know, and can be easily accessed at the wpnop.org website. Please spread the word about this podcast tell your friends, and subscribe on your favourite podcast player. And remember that together we can hashtag press forward. Mm-hmm.